You know, Chief, talking about tactical tips, right up the road from my fire station, we actually have a McMansion that's, I don't even know if you can call it a McMansion. It used to be an old farm, and now uh, the main house is almost 50,000 square feet, and it's got two smaller houses as well as a number of barns that are more McMansion-y size. They're they're both in the area of 20,000 square feet each. Um, Practically hovels compared to the main house, but... (laughs) You know, it's, at least in, in um, my suburban fire department, um, these McMansions are pretty common, but they're pretty common across the U.S., and it really takes a different mindset to approach any kind of problem in there, especially a structure fire, uh, just because of not only the size, but also some of the unique features of uh, long drive uh, on up. Um, you're talking about long lays up to the actual building uh, from the front door to where the seat of the fire is. You're talking about all sorts of extended lays, so you got to be thinking about a lot more hose, and you got to be thinking about movement of the fire, um, being able to shoot all over the place in great big open floor plans, and that's that's in addition to the extended fire load and, and the more of the same. It really is something that um, as these things start popping up, around your response area, you can't just think of them as slightly bigger homes. You have to take an entirely different approach to it. And, um, you know, a lot of the normal tactical operation stuff that we talk about and a lot of the new fire science stuff, we're talking about flow paths and stuff, that, that all still comes into play. But do you drill on extended hose lays? Do you drill on um, how you're going to get enough hose from the front door to the seat of the fire and how you're going to go around. Are you pre-planning these types of buildings, which are a lot more like commercial structures than they are actual houses, in your response area? Yeah, that's the point. To me, they are like commercial buildings. They've got not only the size of a commercial building and the open void spaces of commercial buildings, but they also have a lot of the same building components, including uh, engineered and laminated trusses, large, almost bowstring-like trusses where you have these huge great rooms with the uh, vaulted ceiling. So they have a lot of the same, uh, the same construction types as commercial buildings, and they needed to be treated as such. We have a ton of these in our area. Uh, they, they refer to them as executive homes. So, and what that is, is these 20,000, 30,000 square foot homes, but they're on like postage size lots. They take up almost the entire lot with the house. I guess the thought being that they don't want to have a yard to take care of. They want the big house, but they don't want the big yard. Mm. And the problem we have with that is, as you had mentioned, these are huge fire loads. I mean, some of these things, you get into these attic spaces, they're like vertical lumber yards. And when those things get going, they got plenty of air because they got plenty of void space. And then take into consideration the next McMansion is only like five feet away from the other one. It's burning. So you've got some huge exposure problems. But I think the key is, as you mentioned, is to drill on those aspects. Because most of us, you know, as we came up in our careers, a 4,000 square foot house was a big house. Mm. And, and so, but you could reach it with 150, 200 foot cross lay. But now it may take you 250 feet just to get to the front door if it's got a big setback. Uh, if you can't drive up the driveway, which, you know, a lot of times you can't. You know, a normal residential driveway is not going to take the weight of a truck. You do what you got to do. But, you know, we try to avoid that so we don't damage the truck or the driveway. But huge hose lays that you have to lay in. We have a 100-foot platform. And on a single-story house with some of the setbacks, it's everything we can do to get to the roof with a 100-foot platform on a single-story house. So it's got some unique challenges that pre-planning is the answer. Get in there and see what it's going to take. And I I would venture to guess that most people, if you can't get in there during the construction phase, which I would advise to see how things being put together, 
most people wouldn't mind you going around their house and taking some measurements, doing some pre-plans. The nice thing about a lot of those in our area is they're fairly similar in layout and floor plan. So if you can get into one, you've seen one, you've seen most of them. So as far as distances for hose lays, uh, using pre-connects, et cetera, places to do ventilation, all those things can be pre-planned, just like you would on a commercial building. You talk about pre-plans, too, and in some of the uh, unique features that they can have in these high-end houses are some, not just void spaces, but hidden storage areas, um, sort of like secret doors to rooms, even panic rooms, and it can make uh, not only search and rescue difficult, but you really will find yourself following behind the fire once it gets into one of these chaseways and, and starts running around all over the place. And likewise, if there is some kind of a uh, residential sprinkler system, or in the case of this particular residence that I'm talking about that happens to be near me, um, it, it is like a commercial structure, and it has its own fire suppression system that we would support um, through a fire department connection just like we would in, in any other kind of commercial structure. And when I take a look at this thing, you, you mentioned about the, the hose lays and coming in. As a company officer, I also think if I'm first due to this, how important it is for me to be able to get a 360 size up on it, um, even with the limited access, and how am I going to make the runaround? I'm going to be exhausted by the time I finally make it back to the front door. Yeah, we, we do that too. And you know what we say on those big buildings, again, treat it like a commercial building. Sometimes it's not practical to get a 360 degree before you get going. But if you've got a three-man or a four-man crew, send one guy left, one guy right, we'll meet in the back and head back. 